Hey, good morning, friends. Hope things are well in your part of the world, wherever that may be. Skip here for our next installment of Finding Meaning, a podcast that uh, simply tries to offer to you questions that may help you grow. Uh, Again, my usual sort of clarification. I'm not telling you what to believe. I'm not telling you how to think. I'm not trying to sell you anything. Uh, just take what you need, leave the rest. Listen to one, listen to 400 episodes, whatever you want to do. I believe in attraction rather than promotion. If you want to share these ideas or the podcast with someone, feel free to. If not, then don't. So, you know, there you go. I don't, (laughs) I don't have the personal energy to self-promote, I don't think. So, I want to talk about how what we see is a, is a reflection of, of the false reality we've created. What I mean by that is that it's, it's very easy to fall into a sort of frustrated judgment of things. Uh, you look at, you, for instance, right now, it, it, inflation, what they're calling inflation, is rampant in our economy. And everyone scratches their head and says, oh, what is this? And you, you see economists trying to explain this and that. And, and really, it's, at least as far as I can tell, uh, corporations attempt to make the money back that they lost during uh, our two years of pandemic. Uh, you know, the nightmare that was 2020, 2021. Um, as we come out of COVID-19, it appears to me that uh, there's a recouping of exorbitant profits. Because even though we have this inflation and these super high gas prices, these corporations aren't going broke. As a matter of fact, the profits have never been higher. So, you know, I'm not here to talk about all that, although I think there's a lot there to talk about. What I'm saying is we look at this and we get frustrated. And especially if you look at it with clarity. A lot of people blame, you know, a lot of a lot of politicians blaming each other, blah, blah, blah. Which is another uh, example of what I'm about to talk about. What all this is, folks, is a manifestation of false thinking. It's what it is. Uh, it, it is a... It is a result of people putting profit over other people. People putting money over the welfare and well-being of their fellow human being. Now, we could sit here and say, oh, my God, they're they're evil or 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 there's something sinister going on or there's some huge conspiracy all of that sort of stuff. I, I don't really buy that. Here's what I think it is. I think 
the way we approach economics and politics, the way religions judge each other, the way people war with each other, all of this is a reflection. It's an outcropping. It's a result of the fact that we are ignorant of who we are. Now, are there people who manipulate that? Yes. There are people who take advantage of the fact that that human beings uh, are, sorry, ignorant of who they really are. And they take advantage of it for their own gain. Uh, we call those people narcissists, right? We call those people self-centered. We have certain names for that. But for the most part, I think you have people who just simply live how they know to live. So let's say, for instance, your boss is maybe not the nicest person. Or maybe you have a professor or, or someone in your life who just seems to be mean-spirited or maybe not always on the up-and-up or however you want to look at it. And what it becomes easy to do is it becomes easy to, to place some sort of character judgment on this person some sort of moral judgment on this person. That way you can identify them, categorize them, uh, move them aside or deal with them in some way. However, when in fact their behavior, although it may be egregious and it may need to be held accountable, I don't know, but their behavior is just a reflection of who they've learned to be, what they've taught to be, by the false reality they have been nurtured in, they have been, well, nurture's a bad word, (laughs) not appropriate probably, they have been raised in, they have been programmed into. They are simply being a reflection of what they've been taught to be. And all of, you know, I, I'm, I, I get up and I watch the news for about 15 minutes before uh, I start to think about what I'm going to podcast about or to produce the actual podcast. And in that 15 minutes of news, it, it always serves as a reminder that all of this that we're all up in arms about, and, and some of it we should be, is, is a simple reflection of the false identity of each and every one of us. That we have projected into this world a false understanding of what it means to be human. And some people have more power than others. Some people's false reflections or the reflections of their false reality have more influence than others, but we all bring to bear on, on our life a learned behavior, survival skills, a learned response, a, a functionality that is based in what is false because that's where we have found ourselves. And so our, our politics are a reflection. You know, our religion is a reflection. 
our economics is a reflection of this false self. And I think we tend to forget that. We forget it because we have been taught to, you know, place sort of absolute moral value, absolute um, certainty. We have been taught to paint things in in black and white, and that's how we frame reality. We have to have things that are solidified. We don't like to spend time in the in the gray. We don't like to say we don't know. Matter of fact, we are taught that to say we don't know is is a bad thing. When in fact it's an invitation. I remember sitting in in these large meetings and when I was a, a career religious person, thinking to myself, I think it would be neat if people would simply end their statements by saying I might be wrong. <laughs> uh, because we are so trained for certainty. We are so trained to, to achieve uh, success by staking our claim and being certain. But, unfortunately, our certainties, or what we believe to be certainties, are really mostly, for the most part, a reflection of the false self. So we live in a sort of shadow world. We live in a mere shadow, a mere reflection, a, a false reflection, a very dim reflection of of who we can be. We live in this world that we spend so much time in railing against things. We try to fix the, the broken with the broken. We try to fix what is wrong with something that may be morally more correct. But we use judgment and dualism and hatred to do so. And, and nothing ever gets fixed because we keep trying to fix the reflection with the reflection. We keep trying to rid the shadow with the shadow. We keep trying to make things better with things that, that might be a little bit more correct but are still a reflection of the false self. Uh, let me give you another example of this. What, what happens uh, many times is we address an injustice through the attitude of victimization. Now, hear me. Uh, we all hurt each other as humans. There are economic and political systems that have deeply wounded human beings, deeply wounded whole groups of people. You can't ignore it. You can't dismiss it. You have to look square at it that there have been political systems in each society that have marginalized and harmed other people. There is no question. And there have been people who have stood up to claim something different, which is a good thing.
However, what quite often happens is they bring a sense of, of the victimhood that comes with that to bear. And nothing ever gets fixed because of that. There's no healing in that. You may very well be the victim of someone else's egregious behavior, but you'll not find healing in being the victim. Uh, you may be a victim of your own choices, but you'll not find real healing by holding on to the identity of the victim. Now, no one's saying dismiss the fact that people have done wrong to each other. No one's saying dismiss the fact that we all have done wrong in the world. But when we form our identity around something that is uh, ultimately just a reflection of what is already wrong, then we can't, there's, it does no good. You just become an, another part of the, the reflection of the false self. And so if people who harm other people are a reflection of the false self, and they own that identity, let's say, let's say a bully, for instance, if someone owns the identity, that, which is a reflection of, of power, of, of harm, that is a bully, and a bully has victims, then the person who is victimized, although they are being victimized, if they own the identity of the victim, they carry that into the world and they produce that reality. So the bully produces a reflection of the false reality. The victim produces a reflection of the false reality and on 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 it goes. And we end up really just chasing our tails. We end up in the same places with the same faces, the same attitude, the same understanding, the same hurtful way of being. And we sit back and we go, wow, how can we fix this? We can't fix it with the same thing that broke it. We can't fix the reflection of the false reality with another reflection of the false reality. We have to come into a new way of being. Now, let me take the last little bit here and tell you what that is. That is first and foremost, an understanding of the truth of what I just spent 15 minutes talking about. First and foremost, I truly believe the authentic spiritual life is to understand on a fundamental level that we live out of a false sense of what it means to be human. And then when that realization comes to apply love and kindness and hope and compassion and empathy to that understanding. And that's when the work begins. The real work of spirituality does not begin until you finally realize that your conceptual idea of spirituality is just another reflection of the world. Now, you could be saying, well, Skip, what you propose is a concept, could be. I'm not saying I have all the answers, folks. I'm not saying I have your, your uh, guidebook to reality. What I'm saying is that 
the truth must be experienced, and the truth is love. And the only way to experience love is to see reality for what it really is. There you have it. I thank you for your time. Uh, if you have questions, comments, uh, findingmeaning1.com. I check it a couple times a week. Uh, I'll try to respond uh, to any comment that is productive, positive, and inquisitive. Uh, we will talk to you later. Bye-bye.